Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Roos Chris Steakhouse, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. It's Edmonton owned and operated. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. Head down to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that the staff at Roos Chris, that Oilers Now sent you. All right. Uh... Here's what we're going to do here. We had a little bit of a malfunction in the old communication route. Uh, so uh, we're going to open it up. At this, Brendan, when's the last time we took phone calls on this show? It's been like, I don't know, at least six weeks, would you say? Is that right? It's been a long time, and I'm sure someone will point that out to us very graciously. All right, 780-496-0063. We'll have to reschedule uh, Steve Coolius for another day. Uh, and It's just dawned on me that he's been a little quiet on Twitter here over the last couple of days, too, so he might have been away. We scheduled him about a week ago and then rescheduled him for today. So uh, we'll uh, we'll work on getting him on the show here at some point, but 780 Six zero zero six three. Give me your thoughts on uh, Edmonton and Toronto, the, the potential of a hub city. Do you think it's a good thing um, if Edmonton ultimately does get selected a hub city location for the National Hockey League, which has certainly taken their time? They've taken their time because they're tying a lot of different things, including a multi-year CBA extension, the potential uh, of a return to play for the players to the Olympic Games. Um so I'd like to get your thoughts on Edmonton as a hub city, whether or not you like that. There's been, I'll be honest with you, there's been some criticism directed uh, from markets like Vancouver and Calgary. I'm never really sure why that sort of thing happens in these scenarios. And the Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks matchup. Does that have any concern for you? This text comes in at 780-496-0063. Bob. How heartbreaking would this be for the city of Edmonton if Chicago's experience overcomes the Oilers in the play-in round? Um, I don't agree with this format, but I am excited to have hockey coming back. Thoughts from Aaron. Chicago would be a tough matchup. 
They're going to be a tough matchup. There's no question. And they've, you know, the, the guts of that team, even though it's getting a little bit up there in age, uh, they've got some guys, including their two best players, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze, that have won three Stanley Cups. Those guys know how to win. Um, they did trade away Robin Lehner in goal, and they also traded away to Calgary Eric Gustafson, the defenseman that Stu McGregor drafted uh, with Edmonton that had 60 points a couple of years ago. I, I, I think one of the things that happened here that we didn't get a chance to see fully come to fruition was whether or not the uh, – we didn't get to see what the Edmonton Oilers could do five on five. Right after the acquisition of the likes of Tyler Ennis and Andreas Athanasiu. And Mike Green got hurt. I think the Oilers have greater depth than they've had. All right, we'll go to the phone lines on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. A little bit of time for open line. And it's, hey, these shows are now text shows as much as they are phone or call-in shows. But we're going to go to Joe from Lacombe. He's a rocket on line number one. Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Good. Fantastic. Hey, I wondered, I wondered your opinion on uh, something. It's not happening, obviously, and I understand completely why. But why wouldn't the league, if, if we get to a place where the NHL is playing, why wouldn't the league, in fairness for every team of the 24 playoff-bound teams, put Toronto in Edmonton and Edmonton in Toronto? Well, we're not, uh, Joe, we're not 100% sure. I mean, we think that Edmonton's going to be in the West and Toronto's going to be in the East if Edmonton and Toronto are the respective hub cities. But there what, there has been multiple people suggest they're going to flip them. Uh, though recently a lot of the scuttlebutt is it looks and appears to be a uh, scenario where Edmonton... So that was, I will tell you, that was discussed. And I actually think... And I'm, I'm not on the CBA meetings or the PA meetings in particular, the NHL PA meetings, but Edmonton's dressing room is really nice. And the visiting dressing room in Edmonton was voted the best at Rogers Place, was voted the number one visiting dressing room in the NHL. And I, I think that part of the reason, like, you know, there's a big difference. Calgary's going to get a new building here in four or five years from now, but their home dressing room is dramatically different than Edmonton's home dressing room. And I think the belief also was the players thought at one point maybe the teams that were in their home cities wouldn't be staying in the bubble, but it sounds like they're going to be staying in the bubbles. Yeah, all uh, fantastic points. I just thought, uh, you know, and again, this is not uh, coming from any place other than there's 24 teams bound for the playoffs, but there's a bounce in the glass in the corner. Any NHL goaltender, any professional goaltender will tell you that a home building is just a familiar place. I thought it would be in the best, and without fans and without ticket sales, I thought that'd be a good option. Well, and you know what, you know what, Joe, it's still a possibility that that may occur. Now, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I know your perspective was discussed. But I, I, you know, again, and I'm not in those meetings, but it looks like all points are, uh, with all due respect, all all points are kind of heading to, you know, if Edmonton and Toronto are the respective hosts, it it might make more sense for the Eastern Conference teams to play in the Eastern Time Zone to play in the East, and the teams in the Central and the Mountain and the and the Pacific uh, playing in the West. Thanks for the call. Okay. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks, Bob. Yep. Let's go to Trucker Brian on line number two. Trucker Brian, how you doing? At seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Good. Hey, I love your show, by the way. First Thank time you. caller. Thank you. But anyway, I, I do have some insights onto this uh, the situation. Um, number one, I honestly truly don't believe Chicago has any right or Montreal has any right to be there. Uh, before this uh, COVID thing, correct me if I'm wrong, were they not in a position where they couldn't make the playoffs, really? 
I think they had, you know, I'd have to check uh, sports club stats. I think one of them was at like a 1% chance to make it. The Oilers were at about a 95% chance to make it in the top 16. So, but this is what the league, but you know what, Trekker Brian, this is what the league's decided. The league has decided that the top 12 teams in each conference are going to be in, and they're in one of those top 12 spots. Okay. Now, the other thing is, with 194 new cases in Toronto, I totally disagree with Toronto being a hub city. Edmonton, yes, and Vancouver should have been the second one. Uh, okay, well, I mean, I, I think we know that this has been a, uh, what was what was Elliot's comment last week? What was true two days ago might not be true today, and what's true today might not be true tomorrow. Just in terms of uh, Ontario, uh, it was 165 new cases in the province of Ontario over the last 24 hours. Those did not all occur in Toronto. Uh, their last three days in an, uh, Ontario have been 149, 153, and 165 cases in the last three days, and that's a province of 14.4 million people. So, uh, do you think this is about money or safety, truly, Bob, in your own hearts? I, I, well, I, there's no question you need to capitalize on uh, and mitigate the losses for the 2019-20 season. Absolutely, that is a factor in this. Uh, but in terms of the site locations, I do think safety has played a significant factor. Otherwise, Las Vegas might still be in the driver's seat, and the general consensus is that is not the case, that Edmonton and Toronto are better positioned uh, than Vegas because safety is a significant priority for the National Hockey League. But absolutely, money drives a lot of things. That's kind of, you know, that's kind of how capitalist uh, society works, right? Well, so I was, I was in the States for uh, the last two weeks, so I'm a little bit out of the loop. Why did Vancouver miss... Well, no, they 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 say they withdrew uh, because they couldn't come to a agreement with the National Hockey League. Uh, by the way, here's an update for you. Just you mentioned Vancouver, Alberta is at 464,000 tests administered. Alberta has a population of 4.3 million people, so that is uh, well above 100,000 tests per million. Uh, BC is at 197,000 tests. That's it for 5 million people, which is less than 40,000 tests per million. And I, I can't speak for the league, but my guess is the league will probably themselves would have preferred seeing uh, BC do a little bit more testing because testing is going to be a big component of this when the players get to the respective hub cities. So, and you can't be in a position where you're taking away testing opportunities from the um, the the citizenry in the respected marketplaces but vancouver will tell you they withdrew because they had a philosophical uh disagreement with the league i do find bc's testing totals to be very interesting like they they have tested amongst the least of all canadian provinces and you understand since you're on top of this that the part of the thing that happens with COVID is the more testing you do the more cases you're going to find i think you get that and appreciate that Okay, last question. What if the border, and I truly believe this, is going to be extended to be closed till the fall? There's a separate. There's then. a separate. There's been a separate caveat that's dependent upon the respective markets uh, and the jurisdictions. That's that's kind of what occurred here. By the way, you said you came back from the U.S. Uh, when did you get back from the U.S.? I've been in California for two weeks and two days. Okay, and and you're back in you're back in Canada now. Finally today, yeah. Okay, and now you're going to self-quarantine for two weeks? No, 
No, I'm a commercial driver. I self-quarantine every day, Bob. I, right. I, I have hand sanitizer. I have gloves. Okay, I okay. Oh, I was just wondering what the rules were like uh, coming in. So, uh, hey, no. thanks for the thanks for the call, Trucker Brian. You take care, okay, and stay safe. You too, let's, buddy. Let's go to KJM on line number three. KJM, how are you? Doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yep. I, I thought of something here that might uh, might tickle your, your your thought fancy here, and that would be um, if things pick up here in the playoffs, and uh, you know the the local team uh, does all right. Here, I already know where you're going. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I, I I'm I just think that you know you could see you know I mean you just take a look at the playoffs in the past, right? And uh, I think that you might get a lot more of the public you know out and about on the streets and the bars. Do you think that there's a chance that if the uh, the orders, especially because we're going to be the hub city, if the orders do well here, that uh, uh, there may be public health precautions that need to come in place here, such as mandatory masks? Oh, I think that mandatory masks are a possibility. Absolutely. Um, right, but again, I think most Albertans have a lot of trust in Dr. Dina Hinshaw, and they'll wait for uh, that declaration to come from the provincial or the uh, municipal jurisdictions. Uh, you know, there's we're in mandatory mass right now in Las Vegas uh, because they they mismanaged uh, their return. I, I think just today was there not an announcement about the fact that uh, some of the recreation facilities are being further opened up and extended in the province of Alberta. That's a good thing. Uh, or maybe it was just Edmonton-specific. Uh, Eileen Bell might have a, a better idea of that for us at 1 o'clock today. Um, I mean, I think that uh, mass... Here, here's the thing. In some of the southern states, like, I think the the Americans missed the boat on this in a lot of states, okay? Uh, like, KJM, obviously, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, those states initially got crushed, and they have been able to get things kind of under control. Uh, and then, conversely, some states that were quiet out of the gate and now have serious issues, Arizona, Texas, Nevada, um, and, I mean, they went full bore open in those casinos, and they've had, you know, uh, the Chisler, Steve, telling me today, 4,500 positive cases in the last week. To answer your question, I think we could see a scenario where mandatory masks would be required in public, in indoor facilities, in indoor I, I facilities. Hope, I hope that before it gets to that point that the, the citizens of Edmonton consider uh, being, being their best to be uh, having due diligence during the, during the playoffs, especially if the orders are doing well here. You know, uh, pay attention to the situation and let's not let it get out of hand. Okay. Uh, there you go. Thanks for the call, okay? Thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, this text comes in from Mitch. Bob, truckers don't need to quarantine. I don't agree with it. I think they should be making these people test at a minimum. I uh, Is that true? The truckers do not need to quarantine? I wasn't... I, okay. Well, I mean, they play a significant role. Uh, that, that's an absolute given, given the transportation of uh, things like, you know, Product, food, vegetables, those sort of things. Let's go to Adam at 780-496-0063. Adam has reached us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. How are you doing, Adam? Good, you? Good. Good. So my question is, do you think there's a possibility, if the cases start going down and the and the rules start changing, you think the NHL would allow crowds come in if we're the hub city, a uh, half capacity with masks or anything like that? 
Uh, I would say that would be highly unlikely unless there was a vaccine in the short in the short in the short term, like highly unlikely. But things I I guess never say never. Right. Uh, My guess is a lot of fans would like the NFL is looking at having there was a report out a couple days ago. that said the National Football League was looking at having uh, fans sign waivers. Green Bay put a release out today. Now, Green Bay is a publicly owned team that, you know, they have like literally hundreds of thousands of people have shares in that club and they're going to have to do a seat and arrangement but we're talking about playing games in august like we're yeah. talking three weeks ago i don't see a vaccine in the next three weeks i'd say that no. would be highly no. unlikely I, I i put it this way i don't want to speak for the nhl or necessarily speak for people in the uh well it would it would be a league a league directive in combination with and in concert with public health officials i would say it'd be highly problematic to get oh. uh uh, people back in the building during during this stretch. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Th- thanks. Okay, thanks. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Right. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. We'll take a step out. It's 1250 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Zach Cassian, uh, I'm just taking a look at the Oilers tweet here. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1253 in Edmonton. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, uh Ryan Nugent Hopkins, as well, I believe, as Zach Cassian all back in town and skating over at Rogers place. Um, this texture says, just imagine the potential outbreaks, Bob, due to people watching games at watering holes, uh, shouting, chest bumping, yikes. Uh, and the, uh, the texture goes on to say, uh, we started doing okay with COVID because of the cold weather. Watch us become Florida, Texas. Well, I hope that's not the case. Um, I think that it's okay to be concerned. Uh, I understand that, uh, and a lot of the cases are in the 15 to 24 year old group in some of these Sun Belt markets. Uh, it's a, it, it's, it's highly the discussion point in the states is is highly politicized, and some of it is tied to obviously what's a very important election uh, in the U.S. as well, uh, which is why maybe you might want multiple perspectives on it. Uh, unless you're hard right or hard left. And if my guess is about 70, 80% of the people listening to the show right now are, are either center left or center right on, uh, on most issues or exactly in the middle. But this is a, it's going to be interesting times. And you know what? You're allowed to have different perspectives on, on what you think should happen here, uh, with the National Hockey League. And again, there's no, official word that's come down from the NHL yet. Part of the reason why is they're putting a lot of... Brendan, they've been relentless in kind of what they're... I mean, think about it. They're 
they've got a return to play format with a pandemic that nobody's ever dealt with before. That's number one. You have guys, you have players that are in their thirties with kids. You have one guy, you have young, imagine being Jake DeBrusque. You're playing for a contract, right? Uh, because his ELC is up and he's, he's going to get a multi-year term. Uh, maybe his perspective's a little bit different than a guy like Andrew Cogliano, who's sort of towards the end of his career. And, uh, which is not to say that neither guy doesn't, you know, focus first on safety, but there are very, you know, different things at stake and at risk for each respective player. And then you have guys that have got like uh, Max Domi from the Montreal Canadiens. He's got a uh, significant health challenge, which could be uh, something. It, it, the, where I'm going with this is even the players. You have 700 plus members of the NHLPA. You have lots of different guys in, ter- in terms of how they see uh, priorities uh, for things. Now, most players will tell you safety is the first precaution with COVID-19. So that's a given. Um, you know, we heard over and over again that a lot of the players really liked Vegas as an option. I'm led to believe that a couple of the top players were concerned about the, the stickiness in the ice with Vegas and playing in 110-degree heat. And would there be an effect that... Uh, would diminish skill for high-end players, and I think that would be a fair assessment. So going to be very intrigued to see uh, what happens. And then in terms of the Edmonton-Chicago matchup, it's uh, not, uh, uh, well, so let's just say nothing's finalized or set in stone yet. Hi, Bob. It's Dan. Uh, just an FYI, truckers are considered essential service. We're self-isolated in the cab of a truck and are required to pass temperature scans and fill out the documentation everywhere we load and unload. Uh, thanks and love the show. Well, thanks, Vlad. And, you know, I I mean, I, I worked in a it is, you know, I'm lucky to do what I do right now, but uh, I work because it's not a real job; it's a passion. Uh, but there's people out there that are grinding away in a multitude of different roles, and I think we all have appreciation for people uh, that do those sort of things, and that includes truckers, that includes people that work at grocery stores, that includes our service people, first responders, be it uh, you know. Uh, you know, people on the medical side of things, and then obviously firefighters and police officers. Lots of challenge out there. There you go. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Back to the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, COVID is actually worse in colder months, so this increase is due to vast testing, which is good. The winter months will be worse. Well, I, I know I mentioned this way back in like March the the fifteenth, sixteenth. Whenever we came out of the first weekend, the league's last games were played March eleventh. So the twelfth was the Thursday, the thirteenth was the Friday. And the league announced on the 12th that it was taking a pause. And on the Monday, we came back. And I'd done a lot of research over the course of uh, that weekend. On average, in Canada, uh, the death rates, basically the difference between the winter months and the summer months, is about 4,000 people. So usually in Canada, twenty, you know, 24 to 28,000 people pass away uh, sort of November until the end of March. And then from... Roughly from, uh, say, say May until the end of September, those numbers drop to 20 to 24,000. So there's statistical support to that if you, and all you would need to do is, uh, access various, uh, websites to, to gain that information. And it is, and it just reinforces that as it gets colder here, there are more challenges keeping people alive. Just kind of comes with the territory. 1258 Edmonton. We're going to take a timeout off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. George LaRock when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon 
on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.